0: good to go with, with more of them. the Matt Wyatt Show coming to you
1: direct
2: and live. And another thing. <laughs> but I digress. I failed to get that in there. I failed to get that in. But I digress. Hour two is off and running with you i'm matt in the bureau the farm bureau insurance studio farm bureau go With the home team staying connected to you because of c Spire, the number one network in mississippi c Spire, customer inspired check them out cspire.com one click away as are our comments on the live thread on people watching the live stream on youtube and on facebook i had a rant earlier and over here on youtube on the live thread Corey said matt's gonna need a blood pressure pill for tupelo drivers yeah look we all make mistakes we all do dumb stuff we we get confused sometimes we don't do what we're supposed to we make a wrong turn we get caught looking at our phone okay you know we're we've all been there but selfish things i have a real hard time with that i have a real hard time with selfish things like Digging out your dip out of your nasty lip. Throwing it on the ground right where somebody else is going to have to step or walk. You selfish (laughs) so-and-so. All right. Enough of that. Hour two is here. And that means i got some more for you. we got football to get into. And some comments from all the round of uh, press conferences that happened yesterday. Just a few clips that I think are meaningful. And we're going to hear some of those. So let me tell you, as we proceed here during the second hour of the show today on this Tuesday. You can be a part of it, and I hope you will be, and I appreciate you being a part of it so far. Lots of great phone calls and texts and everything today. This is a fun time of year for all of us. You can, as I mentioned, comment. If you're on YouTube, Facebook, type it in. It pops up on the live thread right here, and uh, we'll make that a part of the show. And I remind you that come up later in the week, pay attention, because we're going to have somebody that's going to be a part of the live thread every day on the show going forward. Also, text the show Country Pleasing Text Line. That number, 601 number, 885-3776. Got it? 885-3776. Another way to remember the text line is 885-ESPN. Okay, that's a good way to remember it. You can also call me. I get to hear your voice that way. That's always a lot of fun. A bunch of phone calls yesterday and today. You can tell it's football season. Uh in rant season at that. You can call me on the Divini phone, nine nine five one oh five nine. Six oh one number nine nine five one oh five nine. With that said, on line one of the Divinity phone, it's one hundred grand. What's up? One hundred grand, thanks for calling.
3: Man, Matt, two days in a row it must <laughs> rain in this I'm telling you, I
2: just it's my lucky week, I guess.
3: Man, but you touched my soul, man. I had to come and help defend you, man. I drive trucks, man. So it's not just where you at or just the state of Mississippi, man. It's everywhere, bro.
2: It is, yeah. So, like, they didn't – and see, okay, if you drive for a living, all those things are very much at the forefront of your mind, and you know there are certain things you pay attention to. And turning right on a normal red light, if there's no traffic incoming – it's just part of a normal fifteen-year-old driver's test when you get your permit, right?
3: Indeed, and and this is this is what I hate—the passenger that and, and and she's about to she's about to be my wife, but my fiance normally sits in the passenger seat with me yeah. if she let me drive. But <laughs> uh, she will she will get in there and be like, "Well, you know, she, she the benefit of the doubt. Well, maybe they." you know, one looking, or maybe they're not this, or maybe they're not that, or maybe they're not paying attention, you know, and I'm like, that's still the problem. <laughs> me and Hope will get into an argument. I'm like, that's the problem. <laughs> like, man, that, that is it's frustrating. And what kills me is this, Matt, when they over there in that left lane, and they clearly say left lane for passing only, <laughs> and they get in that lane, they sit there,
2: and just, just cruising, it, yeah. just it, cruising.
3: And then when you get up on them or you kind of try to give them that little grace of, hey, you know, hey, <laughs> they still don't do nothing. And They look, and Matt, hey, Matt, that, they look that,
2: at you in the mirror like, back up, get off my bumper. Yeah, like you in the wrong, <laughs> it's like it's your, your fault. Your fault. <laughs> like, look, I, look, I know you doing the speed limit, but
3: I want to do five more <laughs> over the speed limit. Let me go. <laughs> That's know? it. But anyway, Matt. I ain't going to hold you, and, and all the folks that get on to you will say, oh, man, come on, man, you, you need to do this and mm-hmm. lighten up, yada, yada, yada. No. No. Y'all part of the problem.
2: <laughs> That's exactly hey,
3: man Don't do your thing. Bye, Matt. Bye.
2: I'm going to clip that out, <clears throat> and it's going to be 100 Grand's voice when he <laughs> just said it. I think I might have been laughing a little bit, and so it may be on there, but when he said, y'all are part of the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's going to be a new sound button here on the board. (laughs) And it is true. Okay, it is true that some people have compassion for that. You know why? Because they're not turning right on red either, paying attention. And I will not, I promise you, I am not going down that road right now. It's a pun right here, but I'm not going down this road right now. But at some point, we're going to have to discuss not only those of y'all us those of us let me say us who too often we look for an opportunity to be glancing at our handy dandy iphone when we're in the car and we shouldn't not only that but putting on makeup looking in a mirror on the back side of the visor sun visor while going down the road At some point. Not today. Not today. We're having a good day. It's game week. (laughs) At some point. Maybe I'll save it for a day after a loss. We're going to have to cover that too. Okay. It's another thing you'll see in Tupelo. Oh, and the third one. All right. Write them down. Here we go. This is future rants. Not ranting on it today. Future rants. Here it is. One. Cell phones in traffic. Number two. Make up (laughs) while driving. And number three, are you ready for this? Number three. Parents driving like maniacs in the carpool line at school in the morning because they can't seem to wake up and get out of the the house in time to get to school and work like everybody else did. They left on time. You didn't leave on time, did you? Uh Uh-uh. So, You have the right, therefore, to drive like a mad person, to drive like Mario Andretti in the carpool line and into school and put everybody else in danger because you can't wake up and get out on time. Okay, all right, that's it. All right, so carpool (laughs) crazies. Carpool crazies. We might break all this out, have our separate podcast for rants on everyday stuff like this that the normal folks have to deal with, And this is the name of it. The name of the podcast is, I call it right now, Carpool Crazies. Okay. Uh, Let's check in with Beaver real quick. Beaver, anything you want to add?
4: (laughs) Anything you want to add to that, Beaver? (laughs) You know, this is very specific to me, one area. But I bet this happens elsewhere, and it pertains to the right on red discussion now mine I always notice it drives me crazy is Spillway Road over here by the reservoir if you're heading back towards Rankin County okay. now the way I go home every single day I go down Spillway Road turn on to Old Fannin okay so you come to the end of Spillway Road. You get to that intersection to turn right onto Old Fannin. The light is red. There's constantly people that stop at the red, but here's an extra little thing at this particular intersection that drives me crazy. They stop on red, as uh, obviously, as you're supposed to, but the traffic is coming off Old Fannin, turning onto Spillway Road. Therefore when there, there is no possible way that anything else could come from any other direction, <laughs> certainly not coming towards us. So they're creating kind of a, a barrier, if you will. Mm-hmm. But the people that are stopped there in front of me to turn right on Old Fannin, they sit there as if they're looking for something like, Oh well, I got to make sure that nothing's coming to hit me. There's no possible way anything (laughs) could be coming to hit you because there's a barrier of cars that's blocking every other direction. (laughs) Beaver,
2: you know what you really should do, just for a uh, like a viral video, and I'll do it with you. We'll go out there one day, and I'll video it, and you get on the opposite corner and hold up like be that guy that holds up that cardboard sign, and you've written the words on there. There's nothing coming. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> just yes. just hold it. Yes. I'll take a picture. <laughs> mm. We'll do that together. So we'll add that one to the list, okay? We're going to add that one to the list. There's nothing coming. <laughs> oh, this has been fun. I'm glad we can laugh about it because there are times when I'm behind the wheel I'm not laughing about it. Don't get me started on carpool. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, <clears throat> football Upcoming. It's Game Week. This is Hour 2. Let me hit you up here on the uh, text line, the Country Pleasing text line, Country Pleasing Sausage, on grocery store shelves all around the southeast. Number to text, 885-3776. Rebel Rex Texas the show said, What's up, Matt? The dip and chew thing is bad around here. We have people who dump their ashtrays out like no respect. Looks awful. Stinks like crazy. Uh, on the right turn on red thing, maybe you can get MDOT or the Department of Public Safety to sponsor you, and you can hook them up with a spot of learning. <laughs> Yeah, I'm all for it. Like, I, I'll do it for, for nothing. Okay, P-S-A. Okay, and I want signs in Tupelo. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> White Denzel says, um, I know it sounds dumb, but there's an entrance door exit door at Walmart. Do not enter the exit door. <laughs> Here we go. This is going to get us going, man. I, I want to talk about this football stuff, but I don't know. <laughs> don't go in the out according to White Denzel. Uh, Don from Madison said, Matt, you have got me hyped for this season. I feel that State is going to go 15-0. and He says, now after the month of September, I reserve the right to change my feelings. Well, sure, right? But let me just say this. You know, uh, you got one this week in the opener. FCS team gave you all to win. And then you have Arizona Week 2, and they are very much improved. And they got a quarterback that's very hard to handle, for sure. And had he made some better decisions last year, that game last year would have been tighter, I feel like. But, um, you know, we'll see how it goes this year. But you win that one, let's say you can pull that one off, you find yourself 2-0. and And then if you pull off that upset and maybe catch LSU at the right time, beat them in Davis Wade in front of a big crowd, then things get interesting. <laughs> then you, you'll you call me or text me, Don, after week three and, and be telling me you'll be talking about 15-0 again. All right, so, but on that note, here you go, Don. On that note, this is Zach Arnett yesterday, and you'll hear him get a question, and it's regarding these preseason predictions that don't have State pick very high. Here it is.
0: Uh, Coach, do you guys talk at all, um, you know, with players about uh, the preseason projections and, and use it as motivation with you know State being picked to finish last uh, in media poll and things like that? Uh, certainly not right now. We got to prepare for an opponent. There's nothing about nothing about. Spending time worrying about preseason pro- projections, uh,
2: all that does is distract us from the job at hand, and that is, right, preparing for Southeast Louisiana. And we have to control what we control. only we can control, how we prepare, how we show up and work every day this week, and get ready for the game on Saturday. That's the only thing. That's the only thing we need to be focused on. Classic coach answer: Stay focused. Don't worry about it. It does not matter. Now, what about Will Rogers, QB? He talked yesterday. Got a couple of questions on it. Uh, lack of respect, and what about for you? He got another. You'll hear it—a follow-up question. People say that you uh, won't work in a new offense. So here is Will Rogers on all of that. Yesterday,
0: well, obviously, you guys, you know, entering game week here, but you know, throughout this offseason, have you guys as players talked at all about you know state being picked to finish last in the West, and and do you guys use that as motivation at all? Uh, I mean, a little bit. You know, it hasn't really come from the coaching staff and coach on or anybody like that. Uh, I think it's more so of. Just guys in the locker room, you know, it's something we've definitely kind of talked about in the locker room and uh, definitely something that we kind of kind of see how the outside world is kind of projecting us to finish last. But uh, we don't take too much thought into it, uh, kind of just use it as motivation and, um, you know, try and just go 1-0 every single week. I you know you've talked in the past about, you know, staying off social media and not, you know, reading too much mm-hmm. stuff, but do you use it as motivation at all that, you know, people are saying that you're going to struggle in a new mm-hmm. offense and things like that? No, hundred percent. Because at the end of the day, you know, people can say what they want to say, but you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna prepare uh, harder than anybody we play, and um, so I just, I I use that as motivation. I keep that in the back of my mind. You know, kind of, kind of just write that down on a sticky note and uh, remember who said what and when they said it. So, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to it and I'm excited for Saturday. Thank y'all.
2: How about that? That was at the end. How about Will Rogers saying that? He has jotted some of that stuff down on a sticky note. Who said it when it was said sticks it in the locker. Likes to see that stuff every day. How do you feel about that? I I you know I appreciate it. I like it. Um, you know, generally I I'm, I'm in the camp of ignore it, you know, if you're, you know, playing coaching. But You know, competitors, guys that are, like, hyper, hyper competitive, which guys like Will Rogers are, um, I mean, they're the kind of competitive that they can't really play intramural stuff. They they take it too far. (laughs) You know, when they're done, with, they can't really be on the church softball team, right, because they they take it a little too seriously. (laughs) Hyper, hyper competitive, and that's what kind of drives you to that level in the sport. Then... You know, they know themselves and know, and they'll do anything to push themselves a little harder and push themselves a little harder and a little further and a little, make themselves a little more, you know, I don't know, intent or intense even or mad. And maybe seeing those comments and stuff works. And, and everybody kind of approaches it uh, a little bit differently. But I like it. I, I like the fact that. You know, coach obviously he, he didn't have time to worry about it. So what? La, you know, again, if you're if you play or coach, or even if you're a fan of Mississippi State, and it genuinely bothers you when people don't give you preseason hype and respect, well then just prepare to be bothered all the time because you're not getting it. All right, over to the phone line, Devinny Equipment. Phone, Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. You're a Kubota dealer. The oldest Kubota dealer in the U.S., in fact. Means they've been doing it better longer than anyone else right here at home at Davini. Robert, on line one. What's up, Robert?
1: Not a whole bunch, Mr. White. Uh, remember when you played, <laughs> I thought you were pretty good at the time. I still do. <laughs> but I got a question uh, for you. Okay. Last year, you and Neil... Uh, live stream the ball games on Facebook. Now, what it was an MSU stream coming on Facebook or what, I don't know. Are y'all planning on doing that again this year?
2: Okay, Robert, I believe so. I That is, that, that comes from the company called Learfield, which is the media rights holder for Mississippi State Athletics, Learfield. um, And they're the ones that put on the radio broadcast, you know, and they're the ones that hire Neil and hire me and Jay and the, and Bart and Charlie and all of us who are involved in the broadcast. So I have not heard anything from them that would indicate otherwise. And so I'm led to believe that it'll they'll do it again. They have um, people, not us, n- me and Neil, we just show up and we call the game, right? And so they'll have people that have already gone in the booth and put the cameras up and they stream it, like you say, on Facebook and uh correct me if i'm wrong robert but i think it actually streams on the mississippi state athletics facebook page um is where they put that i think they call it behind the mic where you can hear the broadcast right and and see us in the booth and i'll be honest with you robert it took some getting used to uh because you know you don't want to like i don't know uh Blow your nose or pick your nose on camera. (laughs) Right, or be picking your nose during one of the plays or something because everybody can see you. That's one of the luxuries of radio, or used to be, is that nobody could see you, but now, you know, everybody can see you all the time.
1: Well, I really enjoyed y'all's stream last year. Well, I appreciate it. I'm 73 years old, disabled, and I ain't able to come to the games. And Really, the only way I found
2: it last year was on the live stream. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm glad you're able to get it that way. It is a good, it's a really g- good thing. You know, and Robert, uh, you and I both, I think, are, of course, we're different ages, but all of us really now living in 2023, we're all getting used to. We, we stream things as well as you know a young person used to be able to do it we can find it and watch it so i'm glad you found it glad you enjoyed that i think we'll be doing it again this year
1: okay I, i'd appreciate it if you could uh, if they allow you to
2: do it yeah I, well i think i think it'll happen yeah so and uh, after this weekend okay. if you're if you find it this weekend great if you have some trouble finding it or something call me back next week we'll figure it out okay okay right. sounds
1: good yes sir thanks for your time
2: Thank you. Appreciate the phone call. Thanks for listening. MSU 1980, Texas show. He says, man, I totally agree with you, Ran about drivers. Last week I drove up I-55 to North Mississippi from Madison. My cruise was on. A person kept passing me, getting in front of me, slowing down. I must have had to pass her more than five times all the way to Grenada. Is that not infuriating? <laughs> Again, it's just some people get behind the wheel of a car, and they, in their own mind, between their two ears, there are no other people in the world at that moment. They're the only ones. <laughs> um. <clears throat> Kenny, don't call me Ken, Texas show and says, the left lane is for the lawbreakers. Us lawbreakers. Ah, <laughs> boy, Kenny. a boy. All right. Come over to the comments on the live stream. We come back on the live thread. More of your texts. Take your phone calls. Rolling along with you. Tuesday of game week. I'm Matt in the Bureau. bureau, Easy for me to say. The Bureau. The Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Stick around. with you. Will, I appreciate that, asking folks over on the live thread if they would give the stream a like if you haven't already done it. It gives us a boost in the algorithm and that is true, so I do appreciate that if you wouldn't mind. Hit that like button. Well, once. (laughs) And that's fair. Once is fair, right? Now, if you don't like it, you don't have to. You're certainly not obligated to. And uh, we were talking radio broadcast earlier and over here on YouTube. Mark commented. He said, I would rather listen to Neil than the broadcast announcer's on television, talking about Alabama and Georgia the entire game. Have listened to the radio since '77. How about that, longtime radio listener? He also had a question. Mark said, "Why isn't there a coaches show anymore?" That was must-see TV back on Sunday night. Yeah, you know that—that's interesting. The um, it's kind of a relic of the past, right? The the, the the coaches show. You know, back in the day when you didn't have the internet and you didn't have therefore constant connection to your program on the internet and on social media. Um, and you as a fan back then too, could not watch the say post game media opportunity. You couldn't, you know, you would get a little bit here and there you might. And then you would rush home and watch the local news or not rush home. But when, you, when you were home, you'd watch the local news broadcast because they'd have a sports section that would show you the post game interview with a player or two or a coach. And that was the only place you got it, period. End of story. That was it. Until the coaches show came on on Sunday afternoon after church. At least that's the way it was for me as a kid growing up in Alabama. You'd get home from church, and they would turn on the TV after lunch, and you'd have the Bear Bryant show, and he'd be eating golden flake potato chips. And then they'd flip it over, and it'd be the, the Pat Dye coaches show, and he'd be eating chips, talking to Phil Snow from WSFA in Montgomery. And, uh, and then after that, you switch it over to the Braves game. <laughs> you know, if they were still on, but a lot of years they weren't. Not back then, anyway. They didn't, they didn't play a whole lot in September, <laughs> in October back then. Um, just a thing of the past, because now, Mark, um, you can watch them online. Uh, just like Chuck says on YouTube. I mean, social media has replaced the highlight shows um, and so, you via the internet, you can constantly stay connected. You can go home. You can even pull up on your phone and like immediately watch the post game press conference, highlights of the game, you know, behind the scenes, all that kind of stuff. So it uh, it has very much changed for sure. Now, all right, high school football. Listen to this: We have a reversal of a ruling that we talked about on this show uh, a month ago. Hartfield Academy has won its appeal with the MAIS, and they are now eligible to play in the playoffs. How about that, huh? Okay, so if you remember, this was before the season began, before the the regular season began. And, uh, you know, the, the ruling came out that they had. You know the MAIS had ruled that they were ineligible for the playoffs. Two coaches were suspended from coaching in the games; they could only coach in practice. And the school was fined, I think, seventy-five hundred dollars. And it all stemmed from there was a, a hearing with the MAIS and they had a committee. And uh, the word was is that one of the schools locally accused Hartfield of active, actively trying to recruit away one of their players. Um, I was gonna look up and see, what I don't think they've lost. I know they won the first week; they beat uh, uh, Heritage up in Columbus. But I think they won big last week too. So, you know, don't don't quote me on this, but I think I saw that they're two and zero. They got a good team. But anyway, they they said, okay, you were breaking the rules and trying to recruit somebody off of somebody's team, and here's some evidence. So you. Not only are they going to pay a fine, and the two coaches who are involved, not only are y'all suspended from coaching games, but your whole team is going to be limited to the regular season. You will not participate in the postseason. And so we talked about it here on the show, wondering, okay, is it, you know, in any kind of ruling like this, is that the best thing? Where you got seniors in high school who they're being told you can't play in the playoffs, no matter what you do. You're you know, it's regular season, and then it's over, no playoffs. You know, you hated that, and well, anyway. In the last 24 hours, it's come out that they have won their appeal. Hartfield Academy has won the appeal with the Mid-South Association of Independent Schools, MAS. They are reversing the initial ruling that Hartfield engaged in illegal recruiting. Head coach Craig Bowman says the school's playoff ban has been lifted. And two of his coaches, Ryan Lindsay and Lee Dawkins, are no longer suspended. Now, some media outlets are reporting, it says here, in July, St. Joseph Catholic School filed a complaint with the MAIS alleging Hartfield Academy illegally recruited one of its students. So that's where their complaint came from. So, you know, the thing is, everything that I, I, I saw the news and everything that you read about it, when Google it, whatever, every news source, it's almost like... You're finding they are just relaying to you this most basic information that must have come from like a press release or something. I have not seen any sort of details that explain how the MIS would a few weeks ago rule this one way. Okay. So, so pretty dramatically, one way, fine suspension and ineligible for playoffs. And then the appeals process happens, and now they have flipped it totally the other way. Now, I, what is not clear here is, does the fine still stand? Maybe it does. There's no reporting on, well, they don't have to pay the fine. So I would think they're having to pay the fine. But the other part of the ruling, the two coaches who were suspended from games, They are reinstated, and the team ineligible for the playoffs. That's overturned. So, if there's any one part of the ruling initially that stands, as far as we know, it would be the seventy-five hundred dollar fine. Maybe that's still going to take place. I don't know. There's been I hadn't seen any reporting on that. But what I want to know is, what 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 did they, what did Hartfield go in there and argue? that showed this committee who we were told that the committee the first time voted unanimously. Again, I'm on the outside looking in. I just, I know it's important to the players in a uniform. That's really the only perspective from which I can view this. I don't know what it's like to coach, and I don't know what it's like to go to Hartfield. But I know what it's like to play on a high school team, and I can't imagine being told right before the season begins, you can't play in the playoffs. Well, I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, but it's not even though it's not your fault, you can't play. You know, we talked about all that. So I'm happy for the players on the team that they're going to have a normal season and can chase whatever just like everybody else can. But what changed? What in the world? What did this committee, what did the MAIS folks see from one day and then a month later that, that had them turn this thing over? The whole thing seems drastic to me. The initial ruling and then the overturn. It's all drastic <laughs> is one way to describe it. Okay, ResDog is correcting me. They're actually 3-0. I was thinking they were 2-0. and They're 3-0. They have beaten Heritage, Simpson, and Brookhaven Academy. So sitting there 3-0. I know that's a situation that's close to you, ResDog. Now, Delta Tide fan texts the show on the subject. He says, I don't think there should have been a postseason ban. Maybe a fine. That's it. Simpson Academy and Leak Academy have done that for years in surrounding areas. Everything besides, he says, when you when you ban somebody from postseason play, that takes away their incentive and desire to want to even play any more games the rest of the year. And, you know, I don't necessarily agree with that, Delta Tide fan. Uh, sometimes it can galvanize a bunch. It really can. In that Hey, it's us against the world, and they did this to us, and we're going to show everybody, and we're going to make the most of these 12, or whatever it is, 12 opportunities that we have. You know, you've seen it in college. (laughs) And Delta Tide fan, I know one that you will remember, 1993, Auburn, right? TV ban. They were banned from television. No postseason. Terry Bowden goes, was it 93? Terry Bowden goes in there, and they, they went undefeated, I think. So sometimes it can galvanize a bunch. Resdog Dog texts the show and says, apparently Hartfield hired Tom Mars to represent them. Are you being serious or are you just joking? Is that a joke? <laughs> I need to know if you're joking, Rez Dog. If, if you are, it's pretty funny. If, if you aren't, then good night. I need to know one way or the other. So who do they have this week? See, that's something I know that if you and I were talking on the phone, we could probably just, you'd tell me right off, and I, I wouldn't have to look it up. <laughs> but right now I'm going to look and just see if I can't. Okay, here it is. Hartfield 3-0 and is hosting Natchez Cathedral this weekend, and Cathedral is one and one. So I would think that Hartfield is a huge favorite in that one uh, coming up this weekend. But anyway, again, I don't know any details. It's, it. I don't need to know. It's, you know. Uh, if I find out, great. Uh, we'll talk about it here. I'm just. I am happy for the players. You know, there's going to be a lot of innocent 16, 17 year old kids who, now it's like, oh, it's on. Oh, okay, Res Dog was joking. <laughs> Good. Whew. It's a good joke, Res Dog, but man, I was gonna say if you aren't joking and Tom Mars did represent Hardfield, we've got a story. But he was just he was just kidding. <laughs> Stick around.
4: Let's go. With a Matt Wyatt Show. Ready to
1: talk sports the Mississippi way with you. So get in on the conversation and tell him what you think.
2: All right, back with you. I'm Matt. In the Bureau. Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau. Go! With the home team. Sven commented over here on the uh, live thread on YouTube, and he said, uh, he got me thinking about coffee. He said, there's a coffee roaster here in Berlin called The Barn. So that's what it's called, huh? The Barn. That's a good name for it. Uh, A better name is High Point. High Point Roasters in New Albany, Mississippi. That's where I got this coffee from. Been drinking it throughout the show, still hot from this morning in my handy dandy uh, handy dandy thermos that I've had for so long. I broke the handle off of it, but it still works. <laughs> still does a good job. All right, um, a little bit of uh, a little bit more sound things for you to listen to here from yesterday's round of press conferences. There's a couple of things from Lane Kiffin, Ole Miss head coach. He got a question. I think maybe you hear the question on this clip, but uh, it's about starting quarterback. Who's going to start for him?
5: Lady, have you decided who's going to be starting a quarterback Saturday? Um, we've not made that final decision. Um, we're very excited about all of the guys. As far as for the starter, that's you know, two people. And both guys did extremely well. Made really explosive plays Saturday. Managed the offense well, and feel very confident with either one.
2: Not the best audio there, but didn't name one and said we like them all. Uh, Now, what about the new clock rule? Okay, so for the first, what is it, 13 minutes of each half, when you get a first down, there will be no pausing of the game clock for you to reset the chains and get set up. There's no stopping the clock after a first down. This is going to roll, which I think is like the NFL. People didn't like it the other day and, and all, but keep in mind, people didn't like it when they sped up the uh, professional baseball game with some stuff, and it has turned out to be a very much a good thing. Okay, so I think speeding it up is good. That's what I think. All right, here's what Lane Kiffin said about it.
5: Yeah, I don't like it. I mean, I, I like change when it's needed, and, um, you know, so – I'm sure most offensive guys don't like it. Most defensive guys do. Um, So there was a glaring difference. Now it's only so many games were played this weekend, but you know it was 1.6 or 1.7 possessions different last year, um, which is a lot. So that would be that that would be a big difference. So uh, I don't like it. I think the game was very exciting I think college football is very exciting fans love it people love it so I don't think this change um, was needed at all but we're kind of run by some defensive coaches if you haven't noticed lately the last few years and all rule changes every one of them has been defensive oriented we even change what pass interference is on defense now. now they don't have to look at the ball and if they run into us it's not pass interference so I wonder who's on that committee
2: all right, the comment of the day, and by the way, that's a great answer. Now, whether you agree with it or not, but it's just a great way to answer it, right? Eventually comes around to go, hey, have you noticed that we got defensive coaches making it? All right. The comment of the day comes on Facebook on the live thread from Roshana, who said, Someone else definitely controls Lane Kiffin's Twitter account. He has the personality of a Popeye's biscuit. <laughs> She said he's just dry. <laughs> now, I, I, the only offense I take to that, Roshanna, is that I really like Popeye's Biscuit. <laughs> he, he has the personality <laughs> of a Popeye's Biscuit. <laughs> That's great. Fletcher is correcting me. He says, Matt, I think you mean the first 28 minutes of each half. Yeah, that's what I meant. I was thinking quarters, right? So first 28 minutes of each half. I think I was getting ready to hit the sound bite and not really thinking, you know, Fletcher, but you're right. Yeah, first 28 minutes of each half is when they will roll it, and I think it's probably a good personality. Hey! Hey! Personality of a Popeye's biscuit. Listen, I disagree with his take on it. I like the change. Now, he's right in that if it changes, if it made a difference in these games on versus the average last year of offensive possessions per game, and this year the games, the teams had an average of 1.6 or 1.7 fewer possessions offensively. Yes, that is a significant difference. But here's a here's a reason I like it. Okay, two reasons. Working upward. Number two, I like defense. Defense wins championships. (laughs) I like defense. And number one, I like shorter games. You should, you just, you don't need, there's never a reason to have four hour, four and a half hour ball games, commercials included. You know, and it got rid of the back-to-back timeouts because people were, you know, making fans sit there and watch commercials and, ah, another timeout. I'm leaving. I'm out. I'm leaving. I'm going home. You know, sure, fans love it. But that doesn't mean you can't make it better. And I got news for you. Speeding that whole thing up makes it better. Ask Major League Baseball. We don't have four-and-a-half-hour attention spans anymore. Ask the golf industry. We don't have it. (laughs) So in my mind, it's a good thing. And in case you didn't hear this, now this is pretty significant. Jim Harbaugh, coach at Michigan, gave a quote yesterday. This is a little long. He believed, he made a big statement, it's time to go to revenue sharing for the players. Here he is.
0: The big one. The one I mentioned, first started mentioning back in 2020, uh, and then again in 2022 at the Big Ten Media Days. Uh, I continue to advocate for that today. A system of revenue sharing with the students, at student athletes. And I'm aware and understand that when someone speaks out in defense of those without a voice, attempts are made to diminish the individual's character and credibility. As a former player and current coach, mentoring many of these student athletes, what I wanted to do is be a voice for the student-athletes. I want them to be treated with the respect and the dignity that they deserve. What I don't understand is how the NCAA, television networks, conferences, universities, and coaches, can continue to pull in millions, and in some cases, billions, of dollars in revenue off the efforts of college student-athletes across the country.
2: This is a statement yesterday from Jim Harbaugh, coach at Michigan.
0: Without providing enough opportunity to share in the ever-increasing revenues. When when student-athletes call it a game, the corporate types call it a business. When the student-athletes call it a business, the corporate types call it a game. I am aware that Notre Dame Athletic Director Jack Swarbrick said, and I quote, I think the decision-making lost its way in terms of the focus on the student-athlete and what's primarily best for them. But we are where we are. We have to try to make it work. And we do. We have to try to make it work. We have to try to make it better. And right now, the current status quo is unacceptable and won't survive. In my opinion, when we capitalize on the talent, we should pay the talent for their contributions to the bottom line. The game of football has evolved since inception and dramatically started to change in the 1970s, where at that time, one game a week was televised. Today, every game during the 12-week regular season is broadcast. In the major conferences, every game is nationally televised to millions of households and sold-out stadiums every Saturday. Why wouldn't we let the student-athletes share in the success of their sport?
2: So that's Jim Harbaugh. So it was a long deal. and I, Like I said earlier, I think you know it's one you'll hear a lot about over the years. And as uh, that debate continues to kick up and ramp up, I think you hear a lot about it. You know, it's not lost on me. I don't know exactly how to f- categorize it, but it isn't lost on me that it's a coach in Harbaugh who is suspended for the first three games of the year, number one. Number two, it's three games that he's supposed to win pretty easily. Well, He's got a really good football team this year with lots of NFL players on it. And number three, he's a guy who everybody pretty much already knows this is his last year at Michigan. And he's the one that week one of the season, when he's going to be suspended at the end of the year and all this, I think they self-imposed that. Then he's the one who made this statement at his press conference about revenue sharing and and all of that. Yeah, I would agree with him that that's where the money ought to come from to pay the players. Is The money they make is what they ought to use to pay the players, and not necessarily always out of the fans' pocket. but. It was, you know, it's interesting timing to go ahead and put that out there now. But hey, make all the headlines you want to make it. Made it on this show. Congratulations <laughs> for Beaver. I'm Matt. That's it for today here in the bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. See you tomorrow, same time, same place. See you then. See. Ya.